before I get into anything, I just want to talk about how much I fucking hate people that clap at movies. <laughs> yeah, it's not a concert. It, like, wh- who are you clapping for? Hold on, give people some context here. You just walked out of Justice League, Okay, right? yeah, so I just came out of Justice League, which no one should be <laughs> clapping for ever in their life. Spoiler Spoil- alert. Spoilers for our <laughs> review. And it, whatever cuts to black, credits start going, and everyone starts clapping. And I'm just like, what? God. Like, all I could do was laugh and just shake my head. <laughs> Even good movies you shouldn't be clapping for. It's absurd. Uh, I I remember seeing the, the final Harry Potter, like, I think opening night, and when what's her face goes, get away from her, you bitch. Oh my god! The whole yeah. the whole theater's like, yeah. I'm like, first of all, I stole that line from Ripley in Aliens, and second of all, shut up, stop clapping. This isn't a concert. All right, let's start. Yeah, jeez, just so hot and heated right now. All right, so let's start with some movie news. First movie news of the week is the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them sequel, which is the Harry Potter spinoff, is going to be called Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. And Grindelwald is, spoiler alert, the dude at the very end that comes out from someone? Yeah, so at the very end, it's who Johnny Stop Depp listening. Yeah, well, stop listening if you haven't seen it. But You should, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so Grindelwald is like supposed to be like the biggest worst wizard ever in the harry potter universe before uh, voldemort. before voldemort yes. colin farrell played like him as another person um mm-hmm. and then at the end of that movie colin farrell turns into johnny depp and that's grindelwald so it's about nice. grindelwald. yeah i was gonna say like this title's a mouthful but so is the last one so whatever yeah. And, like, do they really have to keep the Fantastic Beasts aspect? Like, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find no. Them was, like, the it was, like, a Harry Potter poll. And, like, yep. just that name wasn't really enough. It was just people knew it was a Harry Potter thing. I feel like you could get away with just calling it the Crimes of Grindelwald or something. Yep, same here. I don't – they don't. They, they can drop that. It's not yeah. a big deal. And part of the problem with that, too, is, like, Fantastic Beasts literally has nothing to do with what these movies are going to be about. So Right. I mean, unless they're, like, going to shoehorn them in. Which they probably will. Which they can't. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was literally a book that the students read at Hogwarts about yeah. animals and stuff. So Holy shit. I just looked up the director, and it looks like David Yates is going at it again and is directing Grindelwald 3, 4, and 5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he signed yeah. on for every one of these things? Yeah. Good yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, he did. He did like the last like three or four of the Harry Potter movies too. Yeah, he did sure. Order of the Phoenix, Half Blood Prince, Deathly Hallows Part One and Two, a Tarzan movie, then back to Harry Potter forever. <laughs> a company man. Yeah. Through All right. And through. Yeah, I mean, I liked Fantastic Beasts. I think um, this will be cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, really excited. I thought Fantastic Beasts was one of the better Harry Potter movies. So looking in, forward to it. In this day it. and age, I think Johnny Depp is a downgrade from Colin Farrell. But oh my God, such a yeah. downgrade. Yeah, but we'll we'll see. Maybe he'll he'll bounce back and go yeah, back maybe, to his. Glory maybe he won't days. be a cartoon, even though he looks like a goddamn cartoon with his ridiculous yeah. bleached eyebrows and shit. Hopefully, this isn't another role where he just coasts through and collects a paycheck like <laughs> the last a thousand yeah. <laughs> pirates movies. Uh, so next up, we got some Star Wars news. Star Wars: The Last Jedi's runtime has been revealed, and it is going to be the longest film of the Star Wars franchise. It is 150 minutes with the credits included. So, hundred and. 42 minutes that's pretty long that's two hours two and a half hours good mm-hmm. god that's a long star wars movie and i'm pumped about it i mean everything points to this being good so more of something good is good yeah i'm i'm not like 
too angry about it. Usually, yeah. like, I'm movies shouldn't be this long, but you know, this is a huge epic movie, and mm-hmm. everything coming out about it is going to be that it's going to be pretty good. So, yeah, the more of it, the better. Sure, I'm okay with it. Yeah, that comes out in a month. I think like almost a month to this day. Wow, that is that is like here. <clears throat> yeah, I love being an adult. Stuff just 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 comes <laughs> right up. When I was a kid, I'd be like, "Oh God, there's a year!" And every day was torture, waiting for like the next cool thing I was looking forward to. With all these responsibilities, shit just releases, and yeah. I'm ready to see it. Yeah, don't even notice the your life flying by anymore. Yeah, exactly. The Mario Brothers are going to be jumping to the big screen in a movie deal with Universal's Illumination Studios. Illumination made Despicable Me and Despicable Me 2 and 3 and the Minions movies. Mm-hmm. It's good that it's animated, I think. Yeah, I mean, they're not... I, You know what? I think that Mario live-action movie is criminally underrated and misunderstood. <laughs> Go back and watch that movie. That is like a Nolan-esque directed, serious <laughs> gritty take on the Mario universe, and it gets a lot of unwarranted hate. And I'll stand by that. I've never seen it. All I've just heard is like one of the worst movies of all time. You need to watch it. It's not that bad. <laughs> no, um, I hate Minions so much. But Despicable Me, I saw the first one. It was it was fun. Yeah. So I think I saw the second one. They're they're fine. Um, I think maybe like did they just see like Sonic's getting a movie? Let's do Mario too. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Mario makes more sense than Sonic though. Correct. And Sonic, I think they're doing like a mix of live action and it doesn't look like they will for this so whatever probably gonna be awful but (laughs) sure mario movie long time coming yeah it'll be interesting to see how mm, what's the right way to put this how dumb they make it yeah after like having such success with such a stupid thing in the minions Mm -hmm. which were funny in their own right in small doses and like the first is with me and then they were just like kids love this shit we can merchandise it to oblivion and then yeah. they, just, they don't even deserve to have their own movie and somehow they got it and it was terrible so i think it's it's a it's an effort you know i think nintendo's okay with this because there there's a generation right now that's growing up without mario like i grew up with mario you kind of grew up with mario but yeah. kids these days they're growing up with whatever is the hot ipad game right now so this is i think a way to get kids into mario and buying mario merchandise sure whatever nintendo stocks at an all-time high as a as an owner i'm happy about it The It writer, Gary Doberman, who also wrote Annabelle Creation, is tackling an Are You Afraid of the Dark movie for Paramount. Are You Afraid of the Dark was like an anthology series in the 90s that was on Nickelodeon, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I watched it growing up. Yeah, and basically it was just supposed to be like each episode or story was just kind of like a, a spooky story that people were telling around a campfire. It was a much less intense and scary version of Tales of the Crypt for like teens uh goosebumps tv show basically Mm -hmm. when i was a kid uh some of these scared me and i liked them and the it writer sure is he just gonna make this for us or is he gonna have the tone of like literally the latest goosebumps movie with jack black i i can't tell reading the one quote that he has in the uh report on this he says, the show is about the shared experience of telling stories, especially scary ones. We're going to celebrate that with this movie in honor of the darker, scarier tone of the show, which was really groundbreaking for Nickelodeon at the time. Hmm. If, they're, if they know what they're doing, they're going to pander to me, and oh, you yeah. know, I grew up watching it, and they'll actually make it scary and not for teens, and like, try and rebrand this and relaunch this as like a teen thing. Uh, we'll see, though. 
Yeah. What, for some reason, when I first heard this Are You Afraid of the Dark name, I, like, couldn't remember where I recalled it from. And I thought it was the, the uh, like, the scary, sco- scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, yeah, those book, books. Yeah, those which, were creepy. Which were scary as shit. Um, oh, yeah. Those were frightening. No, I think that's happening, too. It's supposed to happen, but Guillermo del Toro is yeah. the person behind it, which means it might not, because he kind of just says he'll do a bunch of stuff yeah. and never mm-hmm. falls through. Um, but I, I think those would be a phenomenal. That is a per like Guillermo del Toro does does creatures and monsters so well, and prosthetics and like does good with CG and like kaiju's and monsters. Like him taking on scary stories to tell in the dark. Do you remember the, like the imagery of those books? They're oh so yeah, creepy, it was, oh. disgusting. It was, yeah, it was it as a kid even, that messed me up. Yeah, it was like poor drawings, but it was like creepy enough. Like oh, just yeah. like weird sketches, like like just someone just like scribbling on a give give me that 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 sounds awesome yeah uh so that is it for movie news of the week we'll move on to tv news now amazon talk about let's talk about like hollywood scandals and who's uh who else is is being assaulted and coming out and like as a crew no let's not do that there's too many to keep up i can't keep up yeah no it's and that it's just gonna happen forever we got yeah we'll make a compiled list for someone i'm sure it's out there we don't need to do it brutal um yeah so tv news uh so we had a couple weeks ago talked about how amazon was shooting to uh nab the lord of the rings rights from the tolkien Mm -hmm. estate they got them for a large amount of money and now they are going to have a lord of the rings tv series with a multi-season commitment wow wow yeah we talked about this a little bit more in length i think last episode but as long as they don't try and redo what we already know and love and they pull deep from the lore and there's got to be a lot of great stories in there and Amazon needs their Game of Thrones style hit. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. And so I believe at least this first main series that they're going to do is supposed to be set before we meet anyone from like the Shire. Mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to be more about just like whatever was going on leading up to those events. Um, okay. Or it could technically even be about just, like, so Tolkien also wrote this thing called the Silmarillion. The or Similarian, like I Similarian? believe. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, like, about, like, Earth, but it's, like, Middle Earth and, like, these three other, like, sections of it. And they were all, like, have, like, just, like, ridiculously detailed history and stories and stuff. Like, apparently the book was more of a history book than an actual, mm. like, fictional, mm. like, narrative. Um so people are wondering if like that's what they're going to take and m- do most of their stories from, or if they're just maybe just make up their own story and set it in this world. Yeah, we don't really know anything more about it, except uh, somebody went out and asked Andy Serkis, and he said, the quote was something like, I've spent a long time of my life working on those movies. No, I'm not doing Lord of the Rings again. He's too busy doing other stuff and actually acting in movies now. So Yeah, I wouldn't want to see Gollum again anyways. I think we're good no. without him. No, no. That was such a great performance. Why tarnish it? Yeah. So that I'm pumped for that. I, yeah. I imagine that'll take like a year and a half to get out, maybe two years. I don't Probably know. more. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they're in New Zealand again. That was beautiful. Oh yeah. Next bit of news here is about Netflix, the other streaming giant. Netflix has nabbed a superhero comedy called Super Normal, starring Josh Gad, Daisy Ridley, and Luke Evans. This 
I don't know if this is actually going to be like a TV series or a movie. They actually don't really specify it. They in, don't say yeah. in the article. Um, apparently, Josh Gad came up with a story for it and then sort of created it and pushed it along with a couple other people to sort of develop into this real thing. Like I said, it's a comedy and it's supposed to be sort of like a sort of inverting the superhero genre and I guess making fun of it a little bit. Hmm. Well, Evans and Gad had great chemistry in Beauty and the Beast. They, they I did. think, were the best part of that movie. That's Hilarious. So, awesome. Daisy Ridley. Great. Cute. Great little actress. Our, our, our Ray. Sure. This, looks, this, this could be good. Yeah. That, unfortunately, there's not really that much more information about it, but it's definitely something to keep on the, uh, on the map. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for a, a comedy. Hopefully, it's, like, not too child-esque humor and more yeah. sort of biting satire Hopefully about superheroes. Like, yeah, Josh Gad, he was the voice of that Olaf. snowman in Frozen. Yeah, yeah. just... Ugh. Yeah, go go more mature than that. <laughs> yeah. anyway, I think they will. Superhero comedy sounds like it's made for us. Mm-hmm. Hitman is a video game series that was turned into... Two? Multiple three, movies. Three movies, I, I think? I think three now, yeah. yeah. One was some dude, one was Timothy Oliphant, and one was Rupert Friend, who plays Quinn in Homeland. Yeah. And all were trash. Yeah. So, they are now switching it up a little bit. Now that they realize movies don't work, they're going to try and make a TV series out of it. And that is in the works at Hulu from the John Wick writer, Derek Kolstad, which is actually exciting. I feel like that is a good mix that is a, that's a good grab, yeah. Hitman, they he he's a like shadowy figure in the dark. Like part the best part of the game is you coming up with ways to take these people out. But the movies, they just turned him into you know Michael Bay trash explosion action. He's a he's an adventure essentially. And if they go and and go deep into the game and make a something like that a little more reserved, I think it could be good. We're big, we're big fans of John Wick, so. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't just turn into some sort of just like John Wick knockoff, though, you know? Yeah, it's just, that's It's true. just like, it's another assassin that's a badass yeah. doing the same things. Um, I don't know. Yeah, well, 90% of the Hitman game is just you slowly creeping around, like planning your hit. So hopefully, yeah, he doesn't go in guns blazing like John Wick and they, they make it yet another shitty action. Yeah, well, I think Rock. part of the problem with, you know, like video game adaptations into like whatever movies or tv is the fact that a lot of the games because they are literally games is that the player gets to decide what happens and gets to control what is happening so when you turn it into something that has already like been written and you can't change it at all it kind of takes that element out of it so that kind of kind of let's be honest the track record for video game to anything adaptations is very poor, so this will <laughs> likely turn out really bad. But they're taking a different approach, so so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we ooh, the next bit of news we talked about this a while ago. Um, mm-hmm. just the fact that this was a thing. Fox has officially ordered the Cool Kids retirement community comedy from the It's Always Sunny crew. Just a just a pilot is what they ordered, which I imagine if it's decent enough, which it probably will be, because the Always Sunny crew is. Filled with geniuses. Um, yep. It'll probably get pushed to a series or a season order. Um, so this is about three obviously super old dudes in a retirement community who um, sort of have their lives 
in this community shifted and jump-started when a hot old thing comes in and sort of makes them realize maybe they're not as hot shit as they are. This just sounds like a contained Always Sunny episode. <laughs> like, why couldn't they just do that, get it out of their system and make yeah. Always Sunny forever? Do we know, are they starring in this? Are they just writing it? I don't know. I think... I, if they're starring I, in it, that just bodes well. It bodes not good for our show, for Always I know. Sunny. And also, it seems like, are they going to get... Like, like if they're starring in it, are they just gonna do like hella prosthetics for every episode? Yeah, I don't know. It'll be funny, whatever they do. So pumped, 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 pumped. Yeah, it does not say if they're starring in it or not. So hmm. as of the time being, they're just writing and producing it. Guess okay. we'll see what happens. Um, last bit of TV news here is about Hulu's Handmaid's Tale. Uh, the season two. It will be released in April 2018. I did not watch the first season, but I have only heard amazing things. It is a dark, dark show. Very dark and depressing, but it really surprised me. It was one of my favorite shows that I saw last year. I highly recommend it if you want some sort of like dystopian story that you haven't heard or thought of or seen before. Very, very good. I'm excited. Um, April 2018, long wait. Actually, not that long, but definitely be watching this one. Nice, yeah. Hopefully I'll uh, I'll catch up by then. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, so that is it for all the movie and TV news. We'll move on to trailers. God bless. We have more trailers, finally. <laughs> Some good ones to talk about this yeah. week, finally. Yeah. All right, so we'll start with movie trailers. First off, we got a Deadpool 2 teaser. Much less of a trailer and more of just kind of like, like one of their stupid, funny marketing Mm-hmm. promo things with about 15 seconds of actual footage i think it might be less yeah i i mean it was funny yeah i thought it was actually a teaser and i looked at it, it was like a minute and a half two minutes long i was like oh sweet and then it became a family guy joke where it just went on and went on and went on but it was actually yeah it was pretty funny yeah and he sold it yeah i mean that's just what that marketing team is doing they're making their mm-hmm. money hella hella they- hella good resume builders for them there Oh yeah, they've 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 got their ace in the hole. They know that, you know, they're they're gonna have more creative liberty with this one now that Deadpool one was such a yeah. success. So yeah, it'll it'll be awesome. I'm assuming. Yeah, um, yeah, not really that much more to say about that. Uh, hopefully, we get a real trailer sometime soon, so we can get kind of a better feel for what mm-hmm. the sequel. Yeah, it's funny. Like. Watch it. Yeah. Uh, next up is Rampage, uh, which oh, here is, we go. I'm which, looking forward to this one, <laughs> which is an adaptation of the Rampage arcade game. It was an arcade yeah, game, it was an right? arcade game. Yeah, I think it was on NES as well, or I think NES. Yeah, yeah, uh, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson and mm-hmm. uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan mm-hmm. and Na- Naomi Harris about. The Rock uh, apparently is some sort of zoologist or animal lover person, and he is really attached to this, like, albino gorilla, Mm -hmm. and the albino gorilla gets out and then hit by some sort of... Alien thing? Toxic gas type of thing? Yeah, I don't know. And then just begins to just grow exponentially every day to become a rampaging monster. (laughs) Yes. There's also a giant wolf to join mm-hmm. the giant monkey, and what is supposed to be a giant lizard slash reptile is a giant alligator, also joining the rampage. This takes place in downtown Chicago, blocks from where I work, so that got me interested, but I don't know, man. What do you think? <laughs> well, I think that it looked not good. <laughs> not good at all. 
the fact that they kind of just showed you literally the entire movie in the trailer didn't help it. Not that they could have shown you much more because this movie is literally just going to be big monsters destroying mm-hmm. the city and yeah. The Rock somehow saving the day. The only thing I want to happen is The Rock to somehow have that same gas hit him and he becomes a gigantic yes rock. <laughs> that I think would be you hilarious. might have just spoiled the end of the movie. <laughs> That's probably what's going to happen. No, in the in the game, they were, I believe, humans that got hit with something and then they become monsters. And the point of the game is to bash in windows of buildings and collect items and pull girls out of showers and eat them and it's a it's a fun little game that when they announced this i was like what the hell are they gonna do here director of san andreas and probably other shitty disaster movies so it'll just be a disaster movie with monsters Mm. i want to see it because it's gonna they're gonna mess up downtown chicago it'll be fun whatever um i i said this in the in the trailer roundup which i write used to write every Friday when there was still trailers going on. Wrote one for like the first time in three weeks yesterday. Had this in there. Uh, I said this about it. So, The Rock is like actually a pretty charismatic dude. That's why people like watching him. In this trailer, he is. There is no charisma, personality oozing from him at all. It's terrible. None of the lines he delivers that are supposed to be even kind of funny connect at all. And he never really seems like he's into it. So, not He just yells George like three times. (laughs) George! (laughs) And like his line, he gets in a helicopter and it doesn't start. He's like, "Don't worry, it's coming back to me." Yeah. And then that's supposed to be the comedic hit of yeah. part of it. Oh. It was brutal. It's gonna be bad, but we are gonna see it and we are gonna review it in a podcast, Austin. <laughs> that's a fact, and that is unfortunate for yeah. us. Next movie trailer is for the Strangers sequel, Strangers Two: Pray at Night. So, um. Why is this happening? First off, I love The Strangers, one of my favorite horror movies ever. Probably mm-hmm. one of the movies that have scared me the most as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like, what, 10 years after the fact? Mm-hmm. And a uh, completely different story, but obviously with the same strangers uh, terrorizing mm-hmm. a couple people in a trailer park. Yeah, it looks like a petty cash in on The Strangers' name. This looks do- like it doesn't have any of the tension that the first one had. And. Just a slasher, different director. I, I almost have no interest in this. Yeah, it's kind of upsetting because I had seen some stuff on like Reddit or something when like it came out the like the release date for this, and everyone was like, "Oh, I read the uh, I read the sequel script that they wrote like right after the first Strangers was a hit, and oh man, if they do it how it's written, it's gonna be probably one of the best horror movies ever," which is obviously over exaggerating. But I was like, okay, well. There's a chance, like if it, it it could be pretty good, um, and then I saw this and I was like, hmm, they were wrong. <laughs> so yeah, it's the original writer of Strangers, but the different director. The director did Forty Seven Meters Down with Mandy Interesting. Moore. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> the shark movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Might be might be one to skip. Do you know what the original like um, screenplay was? What, what, why everybody was no I think it was I think it was supposed to be this because everyone said it was oh. in a trailer park and this is in a yeah, trailer just, park so it just doesn't look very good <laughs> yeah no not at <laughs> all look good at all a potentially better horror movie is the next trailer we got here yes. A Quiet Place which is coming from John Krasinski who played Jim in The Office he's directing it and starring in it and his real life wife is starring as his wife Emily mm-hmm. Blunt seems kind of sci-fi uh, basically the trailer starts and you know you get some like ominous text and no one's talking everyone's trying to be quiet uh you get like an ominous shot of like some huge like 
scrapes in a wall that looks like a claw was in a wall or something. Basically, they live in a world where you're not supposed to make any noise, and if you do, some sort of thing hears you and will come and try and kill you. And Mm -hmm. so, whatever, halfway through the trailer, one of their kids knocks over a lantern and they cover it up super fast and then you start hearing like screeching and stuff outside and then just intensity from there yeah this looks incredible this looks like actual new take on horror you know very interesting concept john krasinski has proven he can do more than just be jim like he's done good movies has he directed anything or is this his debut He, he directed the hollers which is like a family drama Oh, which, I remember that. Trailer. Which was very, it was a very average movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of weird to see him hop into this after that. Um, but I mean, I'm excited for it. It, look, it looks sweet, and hopefully they play with sort of like the the noise aspect and the sound aspects, sort of akin to like Hush, yeah. but also different because like obviously this is not a deaf person. This is literally you can't make any noise. First of all, that'd be a horrible life. But how boring would that be? that would suck um (laughs) also this is a thing that obviously you're gonna need to suspend disbelief here for this movie because um i feel like i make a lot of noise when i'm sleeping constantly yeah breathing coughing sneezing yeah so can you can you never can you never snore can you never clear your throat can you never maybe they like put something over i don't know yeah can you never even (laughs) fart in this world probably can't fart you have to try and make them silent yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It also feels like, wouldn't they try and, like, soundproof their house, you know? Maybe they have. It didn't look like it. Well, they were playing <laughs> no, Monopoly. Not. Instead of with pieces, they were using fabric-covered things. Oh, so yeah. So they've taken steps to, to reduce okay. noise. So yeah. we might have to suspend our disbelief as far as what the logic that and reasoning of this world is. But bottom line is it looks like either aliens or some sort of monster are mm-hmm. hunting these people and this looks yeah i'm so pumped for this it's yeah, really looks, good yeah looks sweet uh our last movie trailer is a teaser that came out for incredibles 2 this is yet another sequel that comes out super long after the fact but the original incredibles is i think probably my favorite pixar movie um mm-hmm. and they brought brad bird back for this he yeah. directed the uh the original you know, this teaser didn't give you much. It was sort of just Jack-Jack falling around, showing that he has powers, and then, like, like them putting up the incredible symbol, and then the dad holding him and having Jack-Jack, like, sh- burn his hair off. And that was it. But, yeah, man, I'm pumped. It got me excited. Yeah, not much to go off here. Uh, I didn't actually really like the teaser. It was just kind of baby bouncing around humor. It's like Minion-style humor almost. At least there weren't any like fart or poop jokes. <laughs> but there's not much to go off here. And the original Incredibles was really good. And not it's kind of under... Well, I think a lot of people do like it now. But it's still like not a talked-about Pixar movie very much. So cool that it's coming back. That was, a, that was a good flick, and this looks good. Yeah. Should be should be cool. I think that comes out next summer would be my guess. Although it could be J- June 2019, which is not even... That's way too far away. That's so my far. Liking. Um, all right, so that is it for movie trailers. Next up, we have a single TV trailer. This is for The Assassination of Gianni Versace, American Crime Story. So um, coming from Ryan Murphy, who made American Horror Story, um, and then made American Crime Story, the OJ uh, versus America or whatever. Was mm-hmm. that what it was called? Um, that was supposed to be really good. I never watched it. It's like, oh, it was really good. Killed yeah. it at Golden Globes and Emmys. Um, 
raved about hella critical acclaim this is next it looks really good i'll be honest yeah so yeah no i mean it, it looks awesome it looks like a nice nice actual crime story it seems like you know automatically who the killer is um hmm. i mean obviously you know who if you just did a little bit of research you know who the killer was but it seems like right off the bat it's more about like who this guy was and then like the versace family and okay. how their worlds kind of collided I didn't get a chance to watch the trailer, but I really did like the original American Crime Story. And you and I have talked about this before. Ryan Murphy, for us, is like 50-50. We, mm-hmm. like, some of his stuff is really good, and some of his stuff is like, ah, so frustrating and not good. So definitely give this a watch. Uh, and it's got a, got a pretty good cast. It's got Edgar Ramirez as Gianni Versace, Penelope Cruz as Donatella Versace, Darren Chris, who was in Glee, another Ryan Murphy thing, uh, completely different from his role there, as this is actually serious. And then Max Greenfield, who is from, like, New Girl and was in one or two seasons of American Horror Story. Wait, no Sarah Paulson for once? It, yeah, no. Shocking. Are you kidding me? Oh, Ricky Martin is in it as well. Hilarious. Oh, good. That'll be a great <laughs> addition to the cast. <laughs> God, God, gotta love it. Gotta uh. love it. All right, so that is it for trailers uh, this week. Hopefully we'll have a, a good amount next week again. Before we move on to anything else, let's talk about Amazon quick. Very briefly. Very, very briefly. Uh, if you order anything on Amazon, instead of going directly to Amazon, type in the URL glitchup.com Amazon. It'll take you to the Amazon site. Um, do all your ordering through there. When you do that, we get a little bit of a kickback. It doesn't cost any extra money to you. We just get a tiny percentage for leading you to Amazon. Next time you go and buy something, think about it. Go to glitchup.com slash Amazon. Yeah, quick anecdote. I've stopped going to the store. I mean, I think you and I both order most of our like stuff, like video games and stuff from Amazon. But I'm oh, even yeah. using Amazon Prime Fresh in Chicago here. It's really good. The produce is good. And I literally do my grocery shopping through Amazon. It shows up right at my door. So if you haven't tried that, it is good. I can vouch for it. Glitchup.com slash Amazon. Right on. What you watching, Andy? So, in the last week, I have watched two pretty good movies, and Peaky Blinders is back. So I'll start with Peaky Blinders Season 4. You haven't watched this. You watched a little of it, and you were like, holy crap, I don't know what's going on, and they talk (laughs) weird. I have to actually pay attention to this, right? Yeah, yeah. I watched, like, the first 30 minutes of the first episode and wasn't, like, paying attention enough. And then I was like, holy shit, I can't understand anything without like, for the really first, focusing on it. For the first six episodes, I think I had the subtitles on. <laughs> the, the accents are really tough at first, but you start to get the characters and you can get 90% of what's going on. So it came back this week. The first episode of season four is really, really good. Um, yeah, if you're a fan of stuff like Boardwalk Empire, this is right up your alley. Uh, I watched Wind River. Did you catch this one yet? With Jeremy oh, Renner no. No, and not yet. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, it was very good. A whodunit type movie set out in like Antarctica or something. Some of the cinematography was brilliant. Really good wide shots of just snow-covered land. Um, very, very good story. And I really enjoyed it. And yeah. I think we were thinking about seeing it and doing it on the cast, but we just didn't get around to it. Yeah, we were. Um, and also, it's written and directed by Taylor Sheridan, who wrote Hell or High Water and Sicario. Mm. Oh, yes, that's right, that's right. This, yeah, this was really good. I'm excited to hear your thoughts of, uh, about it once uh, once you knock it out. Yeah. Uh, my final What You're Watching is Boy. I was on a Taika Watiti kick and decided to watch one of his older ones. Uh, have you seen this one yet? I have not, no. It is just about a boy. Uh, Taika Watiti actually is one of the supporting cast members. He's 
pretty darn funny in it. This is more of a dramedy. It is set in New Zealand, just about a boy and his kind of bad father. And it's pretty funny and, and pretty good. It's quirky New Zealand-style t- humor. The least funny Taika Waititi thing I've ever seen. More of a, a drama than a comedy, but I enjoyed it. Nice. Nice. What ya watching? Uh, I just got a couple things here. Uh, so I watched Logan Lucky, which is the latest Steven Soderbergh movie. Oh, I'm uh, excited for that. Yeah, starring Channing Tatum and Adam Driver, Seth MacFarlane, um, Daniel Craig in a hilarious role, completely transformed from anything else he's done. Katie Holmes is in it for a little bit. Oh. Uh, what's his name from The Office, who originally dated Pam, <laughs> is in it. Oh, Roy? Yeah, Roy is in it. Yeah, yeah it's got a, got a good cast. Um, basically, it's about... Do a couple guys in uh, West Virginia that want to rob the uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway, mm-hmm. and it is like it's it's like Ocean's Eleven, but it's also like anti Ocean's Eleven, which Soderbergh also directed and made. Yeah. Um, it is is really good. It's really funny. They do try at points getting a little bit dramatic with it, and I don't think that works as well because they don't really put in the work to make certain character traits feel mm-hmm. like they're deserved or like these are like how these characters should be acting. So it kind of falls flat in that aspect in some points. Um, it feels like it could have been like another 10 to 15 minutes and that, w- that would have been solved. But it's really funny, really entertaining. Um, Channing Tatum is phenomenal in it. Yeah, the, the trailers were cracking me up, especially um, Daniel Craig as a real different role yeah. than you've, you've seen him in. So I'm, I'm pumped for this one. I'm glad to hear that you enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing that I've been watching, uh, I finished up the latest season of American Horror Story, uh, which was about a hmm. cult. And I think I talked about this uh, like five episodes ago that I had just been sort of, that I had started it, um, kind of gave up on it for a little bit. And I just, we just decided to watch the last couple episodes uh, during the week this week. And didn't get much better there was one episode Mm. that it was like the penultimate episode and i thought it was really good because it focused much more on like the the political side of it and like an actual serious stuff instead of trying to get too campy and ridiculous ryan murphy-esque with it Mm. and then the season finale was just one of the worst season finales i've ever seen in my life did you watch the last season no okay the penultimate episode last season was the worst episode of American Horror Story I've ever seen, and I've watched it all up until that point. I gave up this season, and doesn't sound like I missed too much. Yeah, no, I, it was, he does, he does really well with certain things, um, like making, making everyone sort of realize that a lot of people have been super ridiculous, no matter what side you're on in right. this political landscape, but then he also goes over the top with it, and doesn't really focus on it enough and then just sort of gets sucked into his weird own story that he created. He also had Lena Dunham star in one episode. Ugh. Lena Dunham is the worst person in the world. Um, and like recreated her, the woman killing um, Andy Warhol and then mm. recreated her somehow being the Zodiac Killer as well, which was just ridiculous. Oh so it was like God. that kind of ridiculous stuff. I'm just happy Girls is over, so I never have to see Lena Dunham's nude body again. Like, every she's part just, of her. She just looks like a bag of milk. Just a lumpy <laughs> sack of potatoes she is. <laughs> so gross. All right, so that is it for What you Watching. Let's move into our review of Justice League. <sighs> yeah, we'll have to take... Everyone take a deep breath, because this is going to be a whirlwind. Do you remember how happy we were last weekend to talk about Thor? <laughs> 
did we did I not warn you and warn the listeners that this is going to be a completely different conversation <laughs> this week? So we will oh, yeah, we will dive into non spoilers here. Yeah, I will defer to you because when I came back out of the theater yesterday, I did not want to write about this. <laughs> I did. I wanted to kind of forget about it. it and the good news is it was, it was extremely forgettable. So I'm going to lean on you to help jog my memory about this film because you just got out of the theater. Got it. So before I get into my non-spoilers here, um, I just want to say I, I didn't write down my notes for about like two hours after I saw it. But I still got a lot down because that's how much I hated this movie. <laughs> Also, so I, I separated into liked and didn't like just to start, and um, it took me about 10 minutes to think of something I liked to write yeah, down. I was like, same. can I put nothing and then everything? But like, oh, that's before, not a good review. Before we get too far, let's talk about <laughs> what happened to the buildup of the release of this okay. movie. Yeah, so, so... Talk about Batman vs. Superman and like what led to this and the troubles this movie went through so that the listeners get a little frame of reference on why this could have happened yeah. and why this isn't very good so batman versus superman came out uh what was that last year yeah last two years ago um mm-hmm. and got torn apart by reviews for being just sort of a mess it was too grim too dark um some of the logic in it didn't make sense and then after that suicide squad came out and they sort of bungled the suicide squad movie as well because they had it as a dark movie and then they realized that people didn't like batman versus superman so they tried making it a little bit lighter Did and then reshoots didn't mix mm-hmm. and it was just a mess and then they started making Justice League with Zack Snyder, who directed Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman. Which Man of Steel got mediocre reviews. It wasn't hated. It wasn't loved. It was, yeah. it was okay. Yeah. Still just a Zack Snyder, dark, gritty, boring, bland, colorless universe. But, you know, yeah. can't, and everything can't be Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Unfortunately. So they shot it. And then about, what, 90% through, um, Zack Snyder's daughter committed suicide. And so he stepped away. Um yep. And just was not returning to the project, which is very understandable. They brought on Joss Whedon, who directed the Avengers movie. So he's just tackling both superhero team-ups. And uh, brought him in to do some... To finish up shooting, and then he also did a little bit of reshooting and sort of punched up the script a little bit. Again, probably to make it a little bit funnier and lighter. (laughs) Let me say, doing that was terrible. I wish Zack Snyder stayed on the entire way and that they didn't think that they need to put jokes into these movies. Yeah, they didn't really land. Um, uh, Yeah, I'll I'll go right there as well. The tone was all over the place. Yeah. The direction was all over the place. It was like watching two different movies painfully attempted to be spliced together. You get really serious, brooding scenes one minute, and Ezra Miller as The Flash cracking a shitty line the next second. Direction, you get a colorful scene because I think they took critiques of it's so dark and then the next scene is just pitch black yeah so that yeah i don't think he he did not come in and save the day with this movie whedon that is yeah no he did not and um his like he's mr quip quip fest when he makes Mm -hmm. movies and makes shows and wow did it feel like a seven-year-old wrote half of these jokes or one-liners that they were trying (laughs) to get out and it also it also felt like most of these lines were like it was literally they just added on that one line at the end of the scene because they're like wait we need to we need to get a joke in quick like the scene's done then they reshot one more line 90 percent of the time from ezra miller who plays the flash it was was brutal it was brutally bad in that on that note yeah the comedy it was the same shtick over and over most of the time for me i just kept seeing the flash just say something kind of 
annoying or funny. And it did get got laughs from the kids in the audience. There were some teens that were cracking up in the front row. That, and I'm looking at the people I went with, going, "Really? Why people are laughing at this?" Uh, my buddy who I went to see it with literally said, "I feel like if I was 12, I would have loved this movie." Oh yeah, but, for but, sure. But we're not 12. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, I'll actually talk about some things that I liked. Let me just let's, go through. Let's those do for that. You. Yeah. So I actually, when the movie started. They had some very good-looking cinematography and shots and the way it was composed just for, like, the first five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, whoa, sweet. And, like, you could tell that that was Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder has, like, a visual flair that's, like, pretty much the only thing he's good for. Mm-hmm. And so I was excited. I was like, all right, this isn't as yeah. bad as I was expecting it to be. And then it went downhill from there, and they sort of abandoned that mainly because it was, like, a, just a CGI fuckfest. That is the only way I can put it. It was all CGI. Yeah. There was a yeah. scene where someone is I'll talk about this in spoilers a little bit more, but there's a scene where someone is standing in like a cornfield and they literally shot that scene on a green screen. You can tell that they shot it in a green screen. They didn't just go to a cornfield to an actual location. They shot it on a green screen and it looks CG to cornfield. Uh. It was horrible. Yeah, that is my biggest complaint with this movie is I am so bored and burnt out by C- giant CG villains and beams that fall from the sky and orange skies, dark orange nonsense. It just pains me. I, I just, I was falling asleep during this shit. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. yeah. The, the villain, too. The villain the is villain. literally just a CGI the character. The worst villain in anything, any of these movies I've seen. He is, he is terrible and like. Looked like shit. Yeah, he's oh god, he was just he was just so bad. He Boring. was so bad. Okay, going back to things that I liked. <laughs> I was okay. I liked Aquaman. I liked some of his lines. I want to talk about one specific one in the spoilers, but I didn't like his quips and his when he's fighting people and going, "My man." <laughs> oh, <red. laughs> woohoo! Yeah. What the hell? I okay, so I liked him to start, and then as the movie went on, I was like, God, can he not be on screen? It's like they didn't know how they wanted to make him. It's like, do they want to make him like this super cool rock bro, bad boy, yeah. or or do they want to make him a loner who doesn't like to fight and get involved? Mm-hmm. No, running from his past. Yeah, and yeah. it was like it was like he would like say he didn't want to do that, and then he would fight, and he'd be like, and then he would do what you said, where he's like, ha, yeah, my yeah. man, nice Flying catch, around. woo, <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing that. It's like, bro, it. ten minutes ago you said you didn't want to fight, so I don't know what your deal is. Okay, back to like, I liked Wonder Woman in this movie. She's yeah. my girl, yeah. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. How do you Gal say G- it? Gal Gadot. Yeah, she's a standout. <laughs> and I thought most of the fighting I did not like, but I liked her fight scenes and like her that world with yes. uh, whatever her home world is. The fight scenes there were cool. I, I expected her to be one shining spot of this movie, and I, and I think she was. She was held back by this movie. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah. Um, they, just, they just need to get her out of there. Just let her do yeah. her own thing. Um. The only other thing that I wrote down that I liked is I liked some parts of the score. I did too. I, yeah. I liked, this is barely a spoiler, but I liked when the old Batman theme kind of kicked in. I don't know if you heard that. Like, mm-hmm. like that. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. But it, it was very subtle, and I thought they they should have ramped it up for a song. What I liked was they actually kind of, so 
Danny Elfman was the composer for this movie, and in Batman vs. Superman, it was Junkie XL, who mm-hmm. um, did the Deadpool soundtrack and score, which was actually really good. I didn't like the Batman vs. Superman thing, um, and they kind of scrapped a lot of it, or Elfman mm-hmm. scrapped a lot of that for this movie. And I saw a lot of people saying that they were mad about that. I thought it's, I thought the score and the music was actually pretty good in this movie. Yeah. It wasn't distracting. Like in Batman versus Superman, I'd hear like a theme go, a theme going and I'd be like, Ugh. I'd roll my eyes and be like, it just is taking me out of this. Like I'm not yeah. excited that this is playing, but in this is like at the very least it didn't take me out of the movie. Yeah. It was one of the few bullet points that I specifically wrote that I liked. Um, pretty much the rest of the non-spoiler stuff for me revolves around the characters. So anything else that you liked? Um, yeah, I, I liked Cyborg, actually. I came in, I, I believe, like, we talked about it leading up into this movie that we had no idea who he was, and he looked terrible. Mm-hmm. I actually liked him. I mean, he looks stupid, to yep. be honest, for, like, but the actor was good, and I thought he played it really well. At the very least, he wasn't just some stupid quipping guy making stupid jokes and stuff. He was actually serious and, like, gave lines the way they should be delivered. Um, except for one at the very end, okay. <laughs> which, I'll, well, which I'll get to. I have four lines that I want to talk about specifically that I will okay. talk about in spoiler, spoilers. Please uh, be excited on, for it. I, I am pumped. <laughs> on his on that note, I, I'm kind of the other way with him. I thought he was pretty bland, uh, and I think that's fine. 90% of his body is a robot. Yeah. He's not going to be quipping left and right. And they, he was useful at least. Like every scene, he was kind of keeping this whole thing together. You know, yeah. he's keeping the computers and getting all the info and stuff. And yeah. without him, they would have been kind of screwed. <laughs> you know? Yeah, literally, it could have been him and like maybe one other member of the Justice League, and they could have done. They could have been as effective as they were. Yeah, give, give me give me Cyborg and one of the two essential gods yeah. of this movie, and you'd be all right. I yeah. think. Yeah, they didn't make me believe that they needed everybody in that league to yeah. to overcome this shitty CG monster. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, I, let me talk about dialogue just again, quick. So I didn't like the dialogue at all. Um, it was a terrible script. Mainly, outside of the jokes and the weird quips and stuff, it was mainly, like, they... The main rule in, like, filmmaking is show, don't tell. Mm -hmm. This movie was, like, someone hammered into their brain, tell, never show. There, if I got a stopwatch out and clocked every minute of exposition in this movie, it would be 45 minutes of them explaining what's going on. Yeah. And what is happening in the scene? And what is the point A to point B that they need to do next? Yeah. Ugh. It's it's brutal. And they explain it to you like you're five. And, like, it just sounds so dumb because they're just trying to get it out as fast as possible. In because they don't have time. Because they didn't take the time to create movies around these characters like Marvel did. Yeah. It, yeah. It was it was brutal. And that, I, just, I just, like, got mad every time that they would explain something again. And I'd be like, oh, God, <laughs> show me it. I don't want to yeah. know. Like They don't have this. time to show you it, Austin. <laughs> Because I heard there's a literal memo from WB saying, or WB, yeah, yeah, saying, do not make this movie two and a half hours. You can't make it two and a half hours. Should have been. <laughs> um, characters. I'm gonna go into didn't like Batfleck, Fatfleck. I didn't like him. Zero charisma. He just looked bored. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be an old grizzled version of Batman, the- but he's like Bale's age, and yeah. he shaves his grizzled beard and just becomes Ben Affleck doing a bored version of Batman. Yeah, um, Fat Fleck, yeah, was not a high point. His only time that you could see that he enjoyed it was when he was being a dick to Wonder Woman at one point. Yeah. I was like, hell like- yeah, Ben, you're back. <laughs> yeah, you're just playing yourself, apparently, yeah. <laughs> with all these allegations around him and sexual advances. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> 
yeah i'll go i'll go me. i'll go deeper into him in spoilers because there's a couple things that are like that would it doesn't yeah. make sense <clears throat> i feel like i've told you i don't think the flash landed very much for me at all what nope. about you not at all not at all there might have been one or two lines where i laughed but oh, yeah. out of his 20 quips <laughs> yeah he's batting about five percent with mm-hmm. what landed at least for me and sounds like for you yeah he's brutal um that's kind of it for characters uh, we can't really talk about scenes before we get into spoilers what else do you got man that is it for non-spoiler stuff that I, I can talk about. Oh, wait, actually, that's a lie. Uh, I think Diane, it's Diane Lane, not Diane Keaton, right? As the mom, as Martha Kent. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yo, Diane she, Lane. She sucked in this. Not like <laughs> she's in it a lot, but she sucked. And also, they just, like, the lines they gave her were terrible. At mm-hmm. one point, she's sitting with Amy Adams slash Lois Lane, and, like, she's just, like, the lines they gave her were just, like, here's what an old woman would say as, like, some sort of wise, cracking mm-hmm. joke. It was yeah. like some sort of cougar thing, and it was just like, what the f- No, this is so yeah. dumb. More trash. Um, the only really person we haven't talked about is Superman. What, what did you think? There was one scene that I liked with Superman, which we'll talk about. I thought, obviously everyone's talking about the mustache. So he is filming Mission Impossible 6, and for reshoots, they had to CG his mustache out instead of shaving it and CGing it back in in Mission Impossible, or putting on a fake mustache that costs... Two dollars on Amazon. <laughs> Some of the CG was laughably bad, um, but he was fine in this I, movie. I actually didn't really notice the uh, the CG. I was, I was looking like, for it. So I was looking for it too. In the first the first like cell phone video scene that yeah, he shows up that in was the most. That was brutal. Yeah. I was like, oh no, this is gonna be bad. But the rest of it, I thought was fine. I didn't notice. It didn't take. What me about out too much. like his lines? Him as a character, I was fine with him. He was the only one that I didn't feel super strongly about either way. I, yeah, no, I liked it, and I liked that they made him significantly stronger than everyone else, because that is what Superman is. Superman is literally, like, an undefeatable kind of person, right, and they and made him feel like that, so that was nice. With his entire universe, they're just figuring out ways, like, how do we get him out of this for yeah. a little bit? But still have him come back to save the day, which you knew was coming. Okay, what else, man? I mean, do you want to go into spoilers? We gotta grade it first. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, we do. All right, here's a Justice League grade. Before spoilers, um, you go first. D minus. Yeah. Wow. D minus. Um, I was going to say C minus. Uh, it wasn't great, but it was, I think I might have liked it more than Man vs. Or, oh God, what the hell is the movie? Batman, Batman vs. Superman? Yeah, Batman vs. Superman. I think this... I think Justice League makes Batman versus Superman look like a masterpiece. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no joke. I legitimately think that. You know what you know what when I when I go look back at my likes and I look at the long list of didn't likes that we'll talk about in spoilers, maybe <laughs> I'm being maybe I'm being too nice to this this universe. I'm borderline D plus C minus, but I'm going to try and be nice here. C minus. I'll change it to D. It should it's not it shouldn't be a D minus. It's a D. Right. <laughs> like this wasn't Happy Death Day. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like which I don't even remember what you gave that. A I don't B- think minus. you did, but I gave it a B minus. Really? Yeah. I thought you said it was bad. No. Oh, okay. I gave it a C plus. That's what I gave. <laughs> okay. All right, C minus D. It wasn't great. Let's let's talk spoilers. So All right. If you haven't seen this, don't. And we'll save you the trouble if you want to listen to spoilers right now. Oh, this is something I forgot to say about Cyborg. Uh, one of my favorite things about Cyborg was that he was always wearing an all-great uh, sweatshirt and sweatpants. It was like that was yeah. the only thing he could wear. I was like, 
he doesn't like wearing normal clothes. And then also there was one point where like there was a huge mess in his apartment and there was just like, it was like every sports um, equipment thing you could think of was there. And I was like, Oh, we get it. He was a star football player and he also played basketball and golf and baseball. He was athletic. (laughs) Medicine (laughs) balls. Yeah. Weightlifting items. Like they really wanted to hammer home that he was just like loved athletics, and that's why he was wearing his sweatsuit all the time. I don't even remember what. Oh, it was a car crash, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay, not some like freak football accident. Got yeah. it. All right, spoilers. What do you yeah. got? Spoilers. Not, um, so, I have it broken down based in the characters, basically, in some scenes. But yeah. I'll let you lead. Here. Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's talk the flat. The, there's a there's a flashback scene, um, to when. Jesus, Steppenwolf? That was his name, right? <laughs> I just hear Magic Carpet Ride and remember that Team America scene where they're dancing around. All right, yeah, Steppenwolf was his name. Uh, um, yeah, when when Steppenwolf, like the where they show when Steppenwolf like almost took over the world before. Yeah, it was like all mm-hmm. the gods and all the humans, and then like yeah, all the, like the Amazonian the battle scene yeah. from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, that looked pretty cool. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, they should have just made that movie and not made this movie. It reminded me of the slow scenes in Thor Ragnarok where it was a flashback and they were yeah. all fighting a big god. Yeah. And yeah, it was awesome. That CG wasn't bad. No, it was not. It, I thought it's, it, I th- it's because it fit, it's just out in the mountains, you know? Yeah. But when you get the orange sky and the beams from the sky in a city yeah. in Russia and you know, got that family we're following yeah. around for God knows why. Fuck. It's, okay, so when they're trying to look for like where he took these cubes, these mother boxes, um, the three cubes, yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, we're gonna have to wait to find uh, a big energy spark," and like yep. Cyborg's just like waiting. I was like, and then they like show like when he like has the big energy spark when he combines them, mm-hmm. and he has literally already built a weird alien dome that's gigantic in that area. I was like. I get that there's like no internet there, but someone would have seen that and someone would have twittered about it. Like, right. just tell Cyborg to hop on all social media and just like search for big alien thing, and he's good. You don't have to. Which wait. he should be able to do that. He manifested all of the Justice League's files from, assumingly, Batman's private server yeah. in an instant. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, um, I did like the flashback scene though. Yeah, th- yeah, the flashback was cool. Um. Let's talk about Superman quick. Okay. So when he comes back, that scene he comes back in. What, what were your thoughts on that one? Uh, I thought it was terrible. That was really one of the only scenes that I liked because it wasn't in a giant CG dark yeah. setting, and I feel like they probably shot that scene in that. And then Joss oh, yeah, was like, did. "No, no, 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 no. We got to brighten this up. We got to brighten this up. We got to have one daytime scene in this movie." That was definitely a CGI scene. Um, yeah, There's one point where, it. like, when he's like pulling Wonder Woman towards him, and she's like slipping, and like you can legitimately see her feet like are like separate from the stone ground that she's mm-hmm. on. And I was like, oh no, so bad. Yeah. Um, but like, I, it was like I, the reason that I didn't like it is because I knew that he was going to like be good by the end of that scene. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. It just felt like it just felt pointless. It was like no stakes at all. Yeah. No one's gonna die. Yeah, that it just it just annoyed me because it just felt just pointless. Like we know what's gonna happen. They're gonna bring Lois Lane in, and actually jumping from that to the to that scene where then they just go to his old farmhouse and they're like standing right. in the cornfield. That first off, that's the CGI scene that looks yeah that looked ab- it's an abomin- abomination. <laughs> um, 
and they have dialogue there where he goes this is one of the lines that I wanted to talk about um where <laughs> they're where they're they're like talking about how he died and like how like Lois was like oh I was so dumb blah 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 and he stops and he stops and he's like I was an idiot I won't let it happen again and it was like bro you're an idiot for getting killed you're apologizing for literally dying what <laughs> and he did it to like save the world yeah I was like, "You're not an idiot." Shut up. <laughs> Why well, don't make what? her feel like? Don't Why make. Would you make say that? Don't let her make you feel like this. Oh my god. How about how he describes being back to life? He's like, "It's so itchy." Oh yeah. <laughs> it's so itchy, and then like he pauses for a second. And he's like, "It's just so many things, or yeah. so much." I was like, "What?" Like it's so itchy. Is like that itchy that you like you want to hammer that home, or it's just like a bunch of things that you don't want to talk about? I don't know. I don't know. It was really awkward, really weird scene. I, I felt like um, I was watching something intimate that I didn't want to watch. Yeah, yeah, it was it was so brutal. Um, let me okay, let me go through the three other lines that I hated. Um, Cyborg goes booyah at oh, the very end. God, like they go from like person to person to like get their reaction or like have them say one line, and then Cyborg, who has not shown any sort of emotion, he's a computer. Like that, he's ninety percent computer. He just just. Waits shows him sort of like floating, standing there. Booyah! Like, oh my god! No. I gr- I audibly groaned and I started, laughed. I started laughing. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh um, what what else? The next one. Um, this one is just my favorite line of all time. When uh when they when Superman and Cyborg finally pull the things apart and there's like a huge yeah, and then they're they're laying there and they go to Superman. And he's like. All right, I want to die, and I just thought to myself, I was like, "Thank you." That is how everyone in the audience feels. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he gets blown back, which probably doesn't hurt him at all because he's a god and yeah. like, invincible. And he's like, "I take it back. I want to be dead." Yeah, and so then Batman's stupid. rolling around on the ground, going, "Yep, something's definitely bleeding." <laughs> like, oh, sweet line, Joss Whedon. You really saved this one. <laughs> so bad. And then my my last line that I just like hated so much was when. They're flying to Russia, and um, they're all, like, sort of talking, and then Aquaman starts talking and starts talking trash about, like, everyone, and then he gets to mm-hmm. Wonder Woman and starts saying something, and he starts getting, like, super heartfelt and deep with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And then you realize, whatever, that she has her truth lasso on him, and yeah. then he gets mad and stands up, and then he walks over to the Flash, and he's like, don't tell anyone about this, or else. Yeah. It was like, who is he going to tell other than the people in the fucking room <laughs> yeah. with you? Yeah. Uh, first of all, that was... The only line that I really liked was when he was stuck on the lasso of truth and was like, man, we're about to go ride to our doom here. And yeah. I'm stuck here with all you people. I don't even know if I really like you guys. I've been a loner my whole life. And I'm like, oh, he's getting pretty emotional. Yeah. And he's stuck on the lasso of truth. I thought that landed for me. That was pretty funny. No, but yeah, I was that- fine with that. It was just like <laughs> saying that at the end, just to the flash. It was like, what? Yeah. He was like, they just friends. Want- they- They've hammered this home. He's a loner and like, doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> What is he gonna write home to like Finland? Is he gonna write a letter to Finland where he just like throws like saves people from the sea? You guys won't ever believe what Aquaman said when we were going to save the world. Oh my god! He's gonna god. tell his his dad Billy Crudup who's in jail. <laughs> Who is he in the future? Because why did they cast him? Is I have no he, idea. It, it, comic book readers, tell me, is he a guy that we're gonna see in future movies? Because why do they have him? He's a great actor in this crappy jailhouse routine where. He's just like, Ezra Miller's just trying to prove his dad that he's a good kid. I don't know. So bad. 
yeah, it was it was bad. Um, How about then, Amber Heard? Um, in oh, the yeah. she's like barely in it. I thought she'd be bigger. Yeah. Why no. cast her again in such a tiny, tiny role? Well, I mean, I think, lines? I think it's because she's going to be a big part of the Aquaman there movie. We go. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But she was she was cool. Yeah, she she looked cool. Yeah. So the movie starts and like it's all about like. They're building up that Superman being dead is, like, throwing the world, like, out of loop and into terror. Like, bad people are starting up. And literally the only way they show that, other than saying it at other times, is in, like, the first scene. And it's, like, two thuggy-looking dudes, like, being restrained by police. And, then like, one dude is, like, I'm assuming being racist and yelling at a shop owner. And, like, mm-hmm. that was the only thing they did to illustrate that, like, the world was, like, going to shit. Other than, no, like, there was one... There's one more also awful exposition line when oh, yeah. they're bringing somebody into the police station and some one of the cops was like, hey, Jim, hey, Gordon, the world's going crazy. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Batman's crazy, too. <laughs> World, the world's going nuts, man. So stupid. It's just such a lazy way so of illustrating dumb. that everything is in disarray because he's gone. God. It's just... I, gr- I rolled my eyes and groaned. I would have liked to see the movie where, like, that's an actual thing that's happening, and they show, like, what the world is like, and, like, this is why they need the Justice League to be, like, doing this. But no, they were more... Instead, the only way they can illustrate it is by telling us and by having giant CG monster. Yeah. Yeah. With with a legion of flying things, which were essentially the same thing from the first Avengers movie yeah. in New York. Yeah, it was so stupid. The last couple things here. Why is Batman, like, all of a sudden, like... Batman was very off in this movie. Why was he, like, all of a sudden, like, in love with Superman? He literally was trying to kill him a movie ago. And then he was mm, like... Yeah. He's like, we need Superman. Superman's the only person that can bring this team together and save the world. And, like, so, like, happy about him. And, like, all this stuff. It was like, dog. Oh, like, my God. We still don't like each other. Oh, my God. You're going to love remembering this there was a scene where superman comes back for the first time since being in that cornfield and he comes back to save the day or whatever in the final giant cg armageddon and batman's face lights up like a kid who saw presents under the christmas tree for the first time or like who saw his hero in at disneyland he goes (gasps) his face got all big and he just looked like a kid who saw santa claus for the first time it was the dumbest thing i've ever seen Oh god, I forgot about that. I'm gonna talk just... myself into rating this movie lower. <laughs> Batman was just so off. Like, why do they they make him like try and feel grizzled, but then also some of the time he's like super happy like that and like super like into other people and like being nice to people. It's like, no, Batman's a loner. Get out of here. And they're shoehorning that, you know, he's in love with Wonder Woman story. Yeah, that was so weird. Mm. It was brutal. Mm, mm, um mm. My only other thing really to talk about, and this is even like a non-spoiler, it just feels like these movies are setting up cooler stories, and then those cooler stories don't happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Justice League should have been the cooler story that we're getting exactly. payoff for, for dealing with other shit movies or other movies where they're teasing this, but they were just, they rushed the cinematic universe, and here we are. Yeah, it's just like are they just setting up for Justice League two in fucking twenty twenty two? We're supposed to like wait they, that long. They, they mentioned Doomsday, who's like a very big bad villain. In... No, not Doomsday. Doomsday was the villain in Man. Or not Doomsday. Um, fuck, who was it? I can't even remember. They, they did they, mention they, him. Though. They mentioned a name, and it was like, okay, great. So like that's who we're supposed to be looking forward to. Right. That was the segue into the bigger baddie, and, who's and just gonna even... be a giant monster, post apocalyptic. Yeah sky orange yeah and even like in batman versus superman batman has like his his like weird like trippy dream where he imagines superman is like bad and all Mm -hmm. this stuff and it was like that would have been a cool story to see they bring him back and all of a sudden it turns into that or something and yeah 
I would have rather seen that, although, like, obviously that would have taken a quite a big change or a difference from, like, what had happened. Um, yep. But I would like the to villain, see that. The villain is Dark, Dark Side. Is Dark Side, yeah, right? that's Dark it. Side. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was who it was. Uh, I got a couple more things. I thought the underwater, underwater fight looked kind of janky, which is understandable. That's yeah. probably a tough scene to choreograph, film, and CG, but it didn't look great. I thought it was kind of cool when the bubble came over them and they talked, but the yeah, underwater like fight scene was pretty brutal. How about they get Superman back, they zap him back to life, the mother box flies uh, away somewhere. No no one's on that duty, huh? Like the final piece that prevents the apocalypse from happening kind of flies out of the building a couple hundred feet away and no, no one's like, hey, can you go get that? Can you protect that? I, I thought that, because Batman wasn't there right away, I thought Batman was the person guarding it and then, mm-hmm. no, like two minutes later, Batman's like huffing and puffing, Fat Fleck has like just Fat sprinted Fleck, yeah. over and he's like <sighs> and then of course oh, no. a giant beam yeah. comes from the sky and steals the third box away. Yeah, so just ugh. I'm tired of CG monsters post-apocalyptic skies and giant beams from the sky being something that we have to fight. Yeah. Woo! All right. Anything else? Because uh, I stayed for the after credits. You did not. I can kind of talk about them and tell you what I liked and like. Yeah, no. Tell, tell me about the after credits. So there was a scene about a minute after the credits started, and I actually really liked it. So you know how Flash versus Superman, they were... Um, at one point, they were racing. Um, yeah. They, they were kind of... Fl- yeah, it was at the end where they were trying to save civilians. And Superman was faster, and he's like, <laughs> noob, or he said something like that. Yeah. Well, at at the about a minute after the credits start, they do another like race where he's like, hey, man, I'm really, I can't tell you how much, how happy I am that you came out and did this with me. And they, they race each other to, from like one coast to the next in okay. the United States. Yeah. And that one, that kind of landed. It was yeah. a pretty funny, fun little after credits. And then the second final post 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 credit scene was luther escapes from prison lex luther escapes i don't know how it was like the most insane prison ever where they 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 put him in but he's out and he's on some boat and joe manginelli joe manginelli actually shows up as deathstroke oh shit and uh i actually kind of like this too luther was like we are (laughs) we are putting together (laughs) a team you know he does that thing yeah horrible and he's basically like, the good guys have a team. We need a team. And Joe Manganiello's like, you better not be wasting my time. He had, like, really white hair, which I didn't expect. But he looked pretty cool, and that, that scene was pretty neat as well. But Sweet. that's kind of what they're setting up. And that those were the, the after credit scenes that you missed. Cool. I mean, those sound cool, but, again, it kind of mm-hmm. just plays into my thing where it feels like they're just always trying to build to something bigger or yeah. cooler. And then doesn't work um, yeah so what do we have to look forward to in the dcu whew, Austin? um looks like quite a bit so next summer there is going to be a teen titans go animated movie skip um yeah and then at the end of the year next year there's going to be the aquaman standalone movie um okay. which is coming from justin or not just james wan who made saw and conjuring and so Insidious. we have nothing in the summer we have nothing we have a year until anything else in the DCU moves yep. forward. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then after that, it's Shazam, which had just cast uh, Zachary Levi yeah. as the lead. And when um, is that? That is April 2019. Then we have <sighs> June okay. 2019, and it, this is currently just a slot that they have for a DC Universe movie on no probably that, what Probably that Batman movie? What it's going to be. Yeah, that Maybe. could be that. Um, then after that, they have... Wonder Woman 2, which is uh, in November of 2019. Mm-hmm. 
Excited <laughs> for that. Patty Jenkins is oh, back. Oh, yeah. 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 Huge. Uh, then 2020, there is four set up. Uh, Valentine's Day, there's an untitled film. April 3rd, there's a cyborg standalone movie. June 5th, another <laughs> unknown one. And then July 24th, Green Lantern Corps. Courts. So Valentine's Day, do you think that'd be like a Joker movie? Or maybe Joker Harley? Because apparently they're oh, yeah. thinking about a Joker Harley relationship movie. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, mm-hmm. Even though it's like an abusive relationship. So interesting. Yeah. Which a um, lot of people but, somehow like. And it's just, yeah. no, it's yeah. very extremely abusive. <laughs> yeah, but that can make sense. Um, but there's yeah. there's a bunch that are in the works. Um, like you said, the Batman movie. There's a Nightwing movie. Uh, mm-hmm. A Batgirl movie, which is what Joss Whedon was originally brought on for. Suicide Squad 2, unfortunately. Justice League 2. A Black Adam movie with The Rock. Deathstroke, which is Joe Manganiello, which is moving forward more promising, I think, than most of these other ones. There's a Joker origin story kind of origin story set in like the 70s or 80s in new york or something with martin Which, scorsese producing yeah. excited about that one yeah and then like you said there's the joker harley quinn movie so i mean they have a shit ton in the works and a bunch slated for release but i mean that can all change at any time i imagine but i'm, I'm excited for more of these standalone ones because i feel like like the shazam one if they go full like comedy with it or joking with it that should be good because shazam is kind of just a cocky jackass um i think Zack snyder's done here right he's done i think so yeah yeah i think he's a great cinematographer do not let him direct more of these movies yeah so other directors other people's takes on this universe and yeah you're right movies that are standalone and actually give these characters time to breathe and everything doesn't feel rushed and forced like this movie did yeah i'm excited about yeah, and then there's also the uh, the Flash Flashpoint movie that's coming out. That's the standalone Flash solo film. Um, basically, Flashpoint is like he somehow ends up in an alternate universe, or like he turns he time travels and ends up in like like shit is just all out of whack or something. And people originally thought like Jeffrey Dean Morgan was brought on in Batman vs Superman as Bruce Wayne's dad because mm. they were like, why did they get such a big actor for this? And they were like, well, I bet he'll be Batman in, like, the Flashpoint movie that they're doing. So, like, that's what sort of what people are thinking for this. Hmm. Okay. So a lot of interesting stuff in the works. Yeah. Unfortunately, this was a dud. Yep. Yeah, that is a, uh, yeah. So uh, grades again, I said D, you said C-? minus. I said C-, minus. yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, after, after ranting for the last half hour, I'm so tempted, but we'll, we'll leave it there for now. Yeah. All right. So that is it for this week. I'm not sure what movie we'll be uh, we'll not be sure. talking about next week, but uh, we'll have something again for you. And thank you for listening. Thank you for you know going to glitchup.com/slash/amazon if you're doing that. <laughs> uh, and remember to like, subscribe, comment on any of our stuff, share it if you want. Um, we look forward to talking again next week. Talk with you guys soon. Happy Thanksgiving.